1: The spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's called spoiler alert. I'm your host, Johnny the With me this week is Mark underscore L underscore Miller.
0: High sidekicks high sidekicks side kicks and henchmen out there in the world. Geek Nation. Wow.
2: Nation. You couldn't have fucked that up more.
0: And also, a spoiler alert.
2: And also you, and also you Rob could not. Have... You could not have fucked that up more. Like It, it would have been completely indecipherable if you did.
1: <laughs> Rob Patey, Side
2: hi. 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 I was already being judgmental. Hi. I'm hi. here. Yeah.
1: Okay. Hi. Okay. So we're here That's to great. talk about this week's comic books. Uh, but first, yeah. we have uh, uh, some a voicemail to listen to from about 12 months ago. Here we go. We it's don't right. have
0: a song for voicemails yet. We got to come up with one no, right I, here I'm, on the spot. I
1: wouldn't say you need to. Sure we do. God, fuck.
0: Love it. Yep. What's up, artists formerly known as Pop-Tards,
1: now known as, uh, I don't know, cult poppers? It's me, Homer, and I just want to give a quick two cents on the appropriately named first issue, X-Men Blue. Because, yes, X-Men Blue did indeed blow, and it blew hard. It solves the age-old riddle of whether a good character can save a bad writer and vice versa. Christopher Priest already proved by making Deathstroke awesome that a good writer can write anybody. And Cullen Bunn has now proven that a terrible writer can destroy even the most beloved characters like the original X-Men with his complete lack of any characterization or ability to write dialogue that is less than super clunky. So that's what I'm thinking. Looking forward to hear what you think. So that was Homosexual. By the way, I, I just like listening to him talk. Yeah. He's got a great accent. Um. So, uh, uh, X-Men Blue number one. Uh, I haven't read a single issue since X-Men Blue number one, which I believe we reviewed here on the show. Is that correct, fellows?
2: No. Yeah, I read like the first three of them. And yeah, it was... How do you take these new X-Men that Bendis introduced and completely cluster them? Well, you you put them in too long of a drawn out situation with teaming up with Magneto. You uh, you make fucking Beast a mage. I mean, I, what?
1: Oh, they make and Beast you, like a, he's like a warlock kind of guy. He like, does magic uh, uh, and shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. But I don't. Yeah, I know. Just uh-huh. kill him already.
1: You're talking about the original X-Men who have been time-traveled to the present. Yes. Yeah. 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 Kill them. Yeah, we don't need him anymore. No. It was a cu- it was a really We're cute real idea wrong. when Bendis first did it. I was like, oh wow, what a great fun comic booky thing to do. It's, and it made yeah. sense with uh, what was going on with um, Scott Summers back in the day. Uh, right. And it's just really outlived its usefulness. That whole thing.
2: Kill him. Yeah. All right. We heard you.
0: Fuck. They've got that on the notes now. Fucking alter- <laughs> alternative people. Alternative versions of fucking fucking fucks.
2: All right. All right. All right. Homer gets more Chicano sounding with every voicemail.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: Just an observation.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I guess we all like. well, I don't I don't agree 'cause I only read the first issue. Uh but Optimus Douche agrees with you, uh, Homer. So Yeah, it
2: was terrible. It's it's part of what killed me from being a lifelong X-Men collector. I mean There were other, you know, chinks in the armor, but that was that was the beginning hole.
1: So that leads me to a question for homosexual. Please. I have noticed yeah. a what would you call it? Uh, A theme on the internet of people who like to complain about books and then continue to buying said books. Uh, I I noticed that a lot uh, I was, I was uh, unwittingly added to a comic book group on Facebook and it was just a lot of complaining about amazing Spider-Man and Dan Slott over and over and over again. And I get it. If you don't like Dan Slott, rats off to you. Just stop reading it. But this was a group that constantly bought Dan slots, comic books just so that they could complain about it. That so, might not
0: be the case, though.
1: Well, that's what I'm asking Homosexual. You you didn't like X-Men Blue from, from Jump Street. I'm curious. Uh, write in or, or leave us a voicemail and let us know, did you stick with it? And if you stuck with it, uh, why? Um, and and uh, if did it get better? Uh, so um, those are a couple of questions that I have. Uh, also, all yeah. you out there, feel free to email and let us know that as well. Is there a book that you're reading that you just continue to buy, like kind of hate by, you know what I mean? Like I used to hate watch Smallville. Um,
0: how about, how about, how about you ask some of the people on the podcast right now?
1: Oh, Hey guys (laughs) out there on the podcast. What are you, what are you uh, reading that you hate?
0: No, I can understand why people would buy amazing Spider-Man. Um, Because they probably have always bought Amazing Spider-Man. And like maybe they have an extremely large chunk of their collection is Amazing Spider-Man. And so they're like, okay, well, we're going to write it through for Dan Slott. But Dan Slott has just stayed on there for a a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. Like years. Um, So that's definitely a glutton for punishment if you don't like it. I personally like what he's doing. I like probably about every other story he's doing.
1: Yeah, I was Each. gonna say I like about half of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, he did. He did Rich Peter, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah. Uh,
1: but then yeah. he also did. He he. You know Spider he did Island. the Spider uh, Island Spider Verse. I
0: uh, know. Yeah. I wasn't into Spider Verse, but I, he liked. He did uh, the Superior Spider Man, which, oh, was, yeah. which right, was right. I liked God, that, was that a lot. That was very good. That was so, very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, I guess some hits, some misses in his run. This latest one is supposed to be interesting, but we haven't really covered it very much. I have, I've fallen off a little bit of it, but I, apparently there's a red goblin,
1: yeah. and it
0: might be a carnage
1: and bond,
0: bonded with Norman Osborn, which seems kind of interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm a, little, I'm a couple issues behind, but um, yeah, yeah I, I understand. Like if you've got. Uh, a long-running mm-hmm. history with a book and then a new creator comes on to it maybe you give him a couple of issues you know maybe f- five let's say five issues just yeah. to see if he can hit his stride but dan slot's been on that book for fucking almost 10 years now but hey. if you're of a collector
0: mentality you don't want a huge like hole in your collection
1: hmm.
0: you know what i mean i guess I'm not of that sure. mentality anymore, but I remember when I was, yeah. and I remember sticking with a lot of stuff just because I've, I had like a lot of the Hulks or <laughs> I had a lot of the, the Thors, you I'm know, mem- stuff like yeah. that.
1: I'm remembering how I, who I, <laughs> I went, Oh shit. The Howard Mackie and John Byrne runs of amazing. Yeah. Spider-Man oof Ah, Blech. yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Stuff like that. Chuck. Like I remember Chuck, first- Austin. Chuck Austin, X-Men. Oh no.
1: Chuck God, Austin man.
0: Bruce Jones on the Hulk, like stuff like that. Those were all really rough runs. Zimmerman
1: on anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I But usually I waited it out, you know. Yeah. It, it's I was able to kind of go, okay, I'll stick with it until it's done. and yeah. we'll, we'll move on to something better.
1: So. Maybe if I had someone like me back then <laughs> to tell me, you don't have to keep buying them. You can just yeah. fucking stop. And then when something new happens, you then start reading it again
0: it's funny it's Bob like yeah dude. i've done that before i've walked away from a book like like x-men you know i was so into x-men for a long long time but i you know the um not who did you say chuck austin yeah. really cured cured me of the x gene you know he, he really <laughs> did wipe out that x virus from me <laughs> <laughs> dirty muty.
1: Uh so uh yeah uh, feel free to email us about any of that stuff you guys or leave us voicemails if you go to dot po- um, poptartsgo.com and click on the bright pink banner you can leave us a voicemail. I'm actually I talked to somebody today about uh redoing the website so that it's a more usable Sweet. experience. So um yeah, I need to set up a Patreon so that people can help me out with that because I'm broke. So anyway, let's see. We have a email yeah. It's not even like a song. You guys are just uh, anyway. From that's
2: judgmental.
1: From yeah, yeah, it is. That's like your own opinion, man. (laughs) He's (laughs) Christopher Goodnight says. Since both Rob and JD have posted about Ready Player One on Facebook, what would your three challenges be if you were designing the contest? The first one wasn't a race in the book, and I honestly can't remember the particulars of the challenge. So I'll have to go back to reread it, but the second was movie reenactment-based, and the third was video game based Also, what would your go-to in-game outfit, vehicle, and intro music?
2: Jesus. That's a lot. Wow. The first game, the first challenge in Ready Player One was Joust.
1: That's the right. video game You played Joust. it against a giant uh, dragon, right? In the D- Dungeons and Dragons game. He played he was... against
2: several. He was in Dungeons & Dragons Cave. He played against several people. One of them being the girlfriend. Hmm.
1: Okay.
2: I think, if I remember. No, but okay. I do remember it was... I remember it was Dallas, though.
1: Yeah, I was definitely the Dallas, yeah.
2: played the shit out of that in the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Okay, so the first one, I think, would be... Yeah, I'd make it somewhat easy. Uh, complete Zelda
1: oh wow okay complete
2: the original complete the original zelda there's a flash site where you could where you could still play it for anybody that doesn't have the nes classics or some other kind of hack or uh um emulator um where you could play it, but you got to play it all the way through in one turn i did it once
1: Oof.
2: it was hard as fuck yeah i so would, would say a-
1: complete castlevania
2: Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. Or Metroid.
1: That fucked me up. Castlevania took me forever.
2: Yeah. And it was two well, years Well,
1: that was ago. way more... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: yesterday. Uh, pla- that was more more platformer, yes. Castlevania.
1: I'm very... Yeah, I'm, what about I'm a platformer. about Echo guy. the Dolphin? Oh, I used to love Echo the Dolphin.
0: I never got anywhere um, with Echo the Dolphin.
1: No, but I like playing it. I like swimming around.
0: I like to swim around, and I, I liked it when it ran I, out of air.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um also, I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't
0: see Ready Player One, but I know what the sequel is going to be called. Oh, God.
1: Ready Player Two. <laughs> but it really is though. <laughs> so it's it's not really a joke because it's, it's what it's called. Is it really?
2: His follow up yeah. book, book was called Armada, and it was not good.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. But yeah, they are doing yeah. Ready Player Two. Never what about ready
0: again.
1: player lost? What? <laughs> ready player lost? What does that even mean?
0: Ready player won and ready player lost. What does that mean? The losers of the thing. Oh, you know, you gosh. win, you you win it, you lose it.
2: <laughs> for the second <laughs> challenge. For the second challenge, you would have to be the character of every, the most tormented, emotionally tormented character of every John Hughes movie.
1: Oh my god. Mine and would be Back, Back to, to the Future.
0: Ducky.
2: Ducky is one from Pretty in Pink, yes.
0: Yeah. Long Duck Dog.
2: No, he was not emotionally tormented. He got big-breasted American girlfriend.
0: He got punched in the face.
2: Which
1: was the Anthony, emotionally the tormented Anthony. one in Breakfast Club? Would that be the the, the punk kid? Principal. Or
0: Ali Sheedy. Principal. Him and the, you know, he has that heart-to-heart with with the janitor in the
2: room. You're right. You're right, and his life has been completely futile.
1: Yeah. You know you're of a certain age when you start to... <laughs> uh, identify with Identify the with the... Uh, <laughs> the evil old adults in uh, John Hughes movies. <laughs>
0: also the principal in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: And then the third was a video... Oh, no, no. So we already did the video game.
2: Well, there were the he couldn't remember the first. It was Sandwich, by it was both video games. Yeah.
1: So what would your what would your third one be? Another video game, I guess.
2: I'm just trying to think of like oh, here you go. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh. Just say it. You have to you have to win E.T. No, game.
1: that's impossible. Fuck.
2: I know.
1: Oh, then mine would be you have to win Friday the Thirteenth on the NES.
0: Ooh. Was it hard? I didn't play that one. Yeah.
1: It's mine would be
0: journey escape they is, wouldn't even remember that one I, I, I do have, remember that, that game, a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah it did, was, a, it
2: was a, you it played the play. different members of journey there was like oh, it Jesus was uh, there was drum solo one it was actually it was a really good
0: game you had to jump over groupies Yep.
2: What? And it was the cartoon face of Yeah. Go g- Google it when you. It when was you're the, done with the no. Podcast. It was the
0: cover. It was the spaceship on the cover of their album Journey Escape.
2: Right, but yeah, the, but there was each mini game was there was a drummer one and it, it played off a rotate
0: wheel kind of like yeah, um,
2: yeah. Uh, a little like asteroids. And they yeah. played
0: some journey. They played some journey songs while it was going on. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Do you remember that there was a lab? Um, uh, Aerosmith game. Was there? Yeah, there was an arrow, mm-hmm. arrow. I believe it was a shooting game, if I recall.
0: With, I might be shoot wrong. also.
1: I might be did wrong. Sh- wrong.
0: Do you shoot arrows? <laughs> they, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: God. So thank you, Christopher Goodnight, yeah. for uh, emailing us and then berating us online when we didn't <laughs> read your voicemail or your email immediately. Yep. Um, so there you go. There you go.
0: <sighs> you just, the you just you forge them on like a, a big anvil with a hammer. You just make arrows.
1: You're still going about the... Oh. Alright, yeah, still- so uh, let's start with the comic books of the week. Let's, okay. Let's start with, I don't know, fucking Dead Hand from Image. Written by Kyle Higgins with art by Stephen Mooney and colors by Jordy Belair.
0: So is that when you like you lay on your hand and, until it falls asleep? Yes, and then, and then, uh, then you uh,
1: masturbate. <laughs> so it feels like a stranger. Mm-hmm. So it feels
2: that's bad. right.
1: That's, that's a Dutch rudder, years. right? Wasn't that called a Dutch mm-hmm. rudder?
2: Yeah, it's, no, uh, it's that's how.
1: <laughs> why do I know that? Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> that's how. That's how Eddie Money ended up all fucked up between his <laughs> albums in the '70s and his albums in the '80s. Was he? He fucking just got so intoxicated he fell asleep for like. 42 hours on his arm. That's why he was all like fucking, yeah, it's like, like half his body looked paralyzed. Yep.
1: The dead hand number one from image comics. (laughs) It's a book. Yeah. It's a comic book. Cold war relics. Part one. Uh, Carter Carl's Carter Carlson. Carl was a highly decorated operative during the cold war. Uh, but in the fall of 1991, as the Soviet union collapsed, Carter discovered a secret, that not only changed his life, dot, 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 but also altered the course of history. Now, as the mysterious dead hand threatens to end the world once again, the only thing standing in its way is the relationship between an old spy and a little boy. Oh, gross. Ew. That took a turn at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, uh, I was uh, we read two two Russian themed uh, Cold War comic books this week and we we just didn't bother mm-hmm. we're not going to bother with the other one but this one I enjoyed quite a bit what did you think of it Rob Patey uh
2: I I loved it and I also loved it when it was uh had more madcap hijinks and epic hotness with the movie The Experts
1: I never saw The Experts tell me more
2: John Travolta and that guy who's like ubiquitous to 80s comedy movies uh John Travolta he's I mean
1: John Cusack. John,
2: no, 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 no. John Travolta was yeah, the sidekick. Was uh, he was also in Soul Man? I can't remember the dude's name. Regardless,
0: Oh, it, uh, no, it did was. Did it. It, are you talking about C. Thomas Howell? No,
2: well, C. Thomas Howell was the lead in Soul Man. His buddy. Just uh, let's not go
0: there. Just don't, don't, don't.
2: Um, it was a movie where they, they were hijacked in New York and brought to a Russian. Uh, a town that was made to look like 1950s America and taught the Russian spies how to be American. And some of the Russian mm. spies, you know, didn't know they were in a spy town and thought they were actually American. So, I don't know. It's the first thing that popped in my head after reading
0: this. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that, that sounds pretty spot I do, on. <laughs> I do remember this. I do remember that movie now that you mentioned it, but uh, it took me a while to... But, yeah, uh, I like the twist, even though now you ruined it. Good. Spoiler
1: um, alert.
0: What I really like, though, is the costume of the spy guy.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of the neat thing, right? So it's, it's a couple of things. It's this guy who grows up to be a, like, a costume super spy. From like a from a Marvel comic, um,
0: but the the reason why he does it is because he loves comic books and he yeah. loves Captain America, so he wanted a Captain America costume, spy costume.
1: Yeah, so, so he got one, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool costume design. I like it a lot.
0: I like, yeah, I like it. He has a star over his face, but it's like a like a visor sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. It looks like a like a fun redesign of the Captain America costume, sort of.
2: But then he's we, like um... a, he's like a. he's like he's like a comic collector with ambition (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) a little bit okay got it
1: um and then we you know fast forward a whole bunch of years and he is an older gentleman and he's the sheriff of this small midwestern (laughs) town uh until we find out that it's not a small midwestern town it's it's west of something what's in the u.s no no russia moscow yeah moscow yeah. yeah yeah So, yeah, it was a nice surprise at the very end there because I knew it was clear that something was wrong mm. when the uh, the hitchhiker showed up or or the not a hitchhiker. What do you call them? What is he? Um, He's like a backpacker. Um, yeah, And he winds up there and they they're trying to casually interrogate him. But, yeah, I was like, there's something weird here. So when they mm-hmm. revealed at the end there what it actually was, I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. And I think um, Kyle Higgins, I like him from Nightwing. He did a good job on Nightwing for a while. There.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this was a fun twist. I mean, I I do think it's. I mean, it's more serious than the experts, but it's a it's a fun twist on that. Yeah. Uh, reminded me a little bit of um, Elks Run. I don't know if you guys ever read that series back in the day. No, but it it nope. was more about a community in the middle of like the mountains that are they're like a they have a they they're like a walled in community and they don't pay taxes and they don't like you know they don't interact with the outside world so it's got that same kind of feel to it uh, that was josh fialkov oh Reynolds. yeah uh he did mm-hmm. that like that was one of his first first books that he worked on but it was it was basically that so that it's got that kind of aspect of it you know it's like it's cut off from the rest of the world it doesn't have the internet you know stuff like
1: that mm-hmm.
0: they mentioned that in the story
1: yeah, that was, yeah, they said he don't have the internet here, and that's the first clue that I was like, nah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. There's no internet. I realize it's supposed to be a small town, but shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's no place in America. No, not every place in America the last mile has been traversed, no.
0: I don't want to go there, then. Mm-mm, that place right, is well, horrible. Yeah. No, it is. It's I couldn't listen worst.
1: to my favorite cult pop podcast that way.
2: Yeah. Or porn.
1: <laughs> or yeah, actually you know what? Porn. Mainly just the porn.
2: More porn. Yeah, just, yeah I don't give a fuck. God, i give up so the podcast great. in a
0: heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call into the podcast. I just wouldn't be able to listen to it.
1: Uh so you guys gonna pick up number two? Nah. No Maybe. Maybe. Nah. It's it's a it's an interesting
0: story. I like this the story.
1: Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I, I know. Training. I want to
2: know what the science is. Let's do number two. I want all to know right. what the I want to know what the scientists created that they'd go through all this. Yeah, I'm that I'm that interested.
1: All, all right. right, good. We'll do number two. We'll also do number one of Domino, from Marvel ah! Comics, written by Gail Simone with art by David Baldion and the colorist is Jesus Urbertov. Uh, impossible curves, impossible shots, impossible targets. Marvel's number one soldier of fortune is back. In an explosive new ongoing series, the product of a failed super soldier program, Nina Thurman always made her own luck as the sharpshooting mercenary known as Domino. But what happens when her own powers betray her? The hunter becomes the hunted as every mercenary in the game smells blood in the water, plus a pair of beloved Marvel characters return. So uh, I didn't know that her name was Nina Thurman. Nope.
0: I think I, I knew think I that.
1: Rob, even as the ex-guy, you didn't know her name was Nina Thurman?
2: I did not. I thought it was Thurman Munson.
1: Shut up. I thought
2: it was Ula okay. Thurman.
1: Uh, I've always liked the look of Domino. Uh, I like her outfit. I like her tattoo, which I, I, you know, up until this issue, I didn't really know what that was. I didn't realize that was a literal tattoo. Um, is that why? But, but, her, but yeah. her skin is so white. Why is, if I always thought it
2: was a birth defect, yeah,
1: yeah, but her yeah is is her skin super white, and the black is tattoo, or
0: people say that about me too I still don't well, you are a birth defect
1: i still don't i don't understand I, quite how her skin works, okay. but um, I thought this was a bucket of fun, I thought it was sassy and uh interesting, um I liked all of the characters in it, I liked the birthday party, I liked the surprise ending um of her getting tossed out of goddamn window. So, um, yeah, I, I thought this was fun. What did you think, oh, Mark Miller? cute little puppy. It was a cute little puppy. Oh, yeah, immediately had me with a cute little puppy.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, I, I really like this issue. I think Gail Simone is a perfect fit for this. Um, it's like, uh, I mean, she's making her own little birds of prey here with, uh, with uh, Outlaw and uh, Diamondback, which mm-hmm. is awesome to see Diamondback back. I
1: love Diamondback's new outfit.
0: Yeah, it looks That's cool. Uh, I like yeah. it a lot. Um, and uh, it was fun seeing all of like uh, Domino's connections, like a, like in in the party. Like Hit Monkey was in the background there, and uh, there were a couple other characters that were there. Like Deadpool was there, of course, uh, but Cable was there. And they didn't really uh, Domino and Cable didn't really talk at all, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, cuz that's where I first saw her was in the New Mutants with the I think it was drawn by Rob Liefeld.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought that they were I thought that they were occasionally still together, but I guess not. And I guess her and uh her and uh Colossus got together for yep. a little while.
1: Didn't know that either.
0: Didn't know that either? Yeah, let's see. I guess the I guess if you're just hanging around the thing, they just don't really date outside their own like team
1: hmm it's
0: like well, it's like geez, celebrities it moves around There there's like three big guys over there and i assume the other guy was warpath maybe but uh like it every, seemed every time like try,
2: she... every, time, every time they try to date outside the circle it always goes tits up though mm-hmm. oh yeah they
0: always die you can't date a human yeah. nah yeah so it's just it's i don't know but uh yeah i like Cal- I, I i keep on wanting to call her cowgirl uh but it's outlaw mm-hmm. she was she was sassy and uh it was good to see dazzler yeah
1: so, yeah
0: there's there's a lot of a lot of fun to be had in this issue
1: mm-hmm. yeah and dazzler's getting her own book soon i think
0: yeah or yeah, she has a one good. shot she has a first she has a one shot oh is that, we'll is that what it is yeah Gotcha. So,
1: And I don't want to be yeah, rude, but I I was so glad that Greg Land didn't draw this book. I think this book is gorgeous. I, I really like David Baldion's work in this. Um, yeah. It's really, really nice. And I, when I saw that um, the cover was by uh, – oh, uh, what's his nuts? I just was a little disappointed. So I opened it up and I was I was very excited. Um, sure.
0: They also gave the revelation that Jubilee is no longer a vampire. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? I Rob, i I fully admit it. My
2: X guy status has been revoked. I haven't bought X Men consistently in over six or seven
1: months.
0: Oh, Rob, what what use of are you you to, to us? the show?
1: I know, right? No. It's zero. <laughs> that
2: for some reason, <laughs> you keep telling me to come back every week, so hi. Right.
0: We keep calling you on Skype. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> You just keep picking up. I'm on the group uh, message. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess Jubilee is no longer a vampire.
1: Yeah, weird. Okay. But I mean, I was complaining about cool. it recently. I'm like, is she still a vampire?
2: Yeah. yeah it was terrible.
1: It yeah.
0: was
2: horrible.
1: It was a weird thing to do. Yeah.
0: It was terrible. Yeah.
1: That was back Order- in 2010.
0: I wonder if her baby is still a vampire.
2: Just the fact you have to put those words together
1: is what's <laughs> I wonder wrong with if her comics. Baby is a vampire.
2: I wonder J- if Jubilee's adopted baby is still a vampire. Like fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. um... uh. But I like this issue. It was good. Uh, I, I I look forward I liked I liked Grey Wing. Grey Wing was cool. And he brings up a good point. Like and that that's what I was kinda of wondering. Like for a female led comic in Marvel these days, the art is very uh, shapely for these and revealing for these women, which mm-hmm. is kind of un kind of uncommon for Marvel these days. And uh, what's his name brings up that point where it's like you guys look like supermodels and he's this kind of like pudgy dude that turns into a big like man bat sort of creature. Yeah. Um, but he brings mm-hmm. up the point that it's like you guys hit the lottery on the uh, superpowers and everything because you look beautiful and you and you're you're powerful, and I'm a fat piece of shit who turns into <laughs> like a monster. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. well, what the hell. Happens. I know it happens, but it's like you know he he br- he brings up a good point that that like they all do look like supermodels in yeah. this book. This is not the book that like they they're talking about like like buzz uh, like accurate body images for women.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, this is definitely enhanced. Uh, I don't oh, you know what? To, to quickly um, tell you about fucking uh, Jubilee. Jubilee? Yeah, oh. so when Monet yeah, attacked, attacked the school under the influence of her brother M-Plate, she took away the medallion Jubilee used oh. as protection from sunlight and threw her out of the school. So Quentin Quire oh. apparently had a fragment of the Phoenix Force, and he used it to cure her of her vampirism, restoring her powers in the process.
0: Oh, oh that's that nice, nice and fucking convoluted.
1: It sounds like. Uh, remember, we read that oh. first issue of. Wasn't New Mutants? Or was it maybe Weapon X? It was the one. With, it's like there's Eye Boy. It was a bunch of people at the school.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was like X Men Gold. Nope. No,
0: this it was, was last book. week. You weren't here. No, no, no. This wasn't was last
1: week? It was uh, a while ago.
0: No, last week was the one that Eye Boy was there, and he gets shot by yeah, the Eye Boy's been around.
2: Eye I-boy, yeah, Eye Boy's been around for a while. I knew what you were talking about, JD. It's one of the colors. Now, Going further back, all right.
1: Generation X. It was Generation X. Oh,
2: God. You're going to the... Okay. No, nice. no.
1: Generation X from, like, last this earlier this year or, like, late last year.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I fucking hate iBoy, like by the way. Oh, yeah. He sucks. He does suck. But anyway, sorry. Well, all sorry of those Generation to get, to get to Xers us. suck. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Domino is a bucket of fun. Rob, what'd yeah. you think?
0: Um, I'm glad
2: you two enjoyed it. Oh no! What? What did you like about it? It looked, it, it looked great. Um, it's the Marvel's, it's Marvel's version of um, Harley Quinn. No, it's not.
1: What? Birds it's of prey. Still, it's. Uh, yeah, I'd say birds of prey.
2: I don't know. It didn't. I don't know. It felt too cotton candy for birds of
0: prey. No, so I far, think it's. I think she's totally. I mean, I think it showed an aspect of Domino that we really haven't seen. She's like, uh, you know, she's uh, mm-hmm. uh she. We she's usually just like a cold, merciless killer. Mm-hmm. This is showing right. a bit of her. Bit of her that's. Y- y- I mean, there's only you can only have like a Black Widow book, like one. I mean, then you 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 kind of get over the whole just like merciless female fighting machine.
1: Yeah, that you know sort of mean? characterization only lasts so long before you're out of story. You're out of, like, yeah. interesting characterization, you know? Yeah.
0: And this gets inside her head. It shows, it shows her a little personality. She's got... It, it tells us a little bit about her luck powers, which are uh, a little different than... I mean, the, she the, she's tweaked it a little bit. Gail Simone has. Basically saying that, like, it... It works, but it seems to have an attitude with her.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. It kind of fucks with her.
0: Yeah. It's like, this is what you get for putting yourself in this stupid situation. So I'm going to break your arm. I'll get you out of this situation, but you're going to get a... You won't get killed, but yeah. You're yeah. going to get a concussion. That's, like it's this. called
2: life.
1: Yeah. I liked it. Me too. Rob, what would you have preferred? Do you have, do you have a way that you would have made this better you to enjoy it more? Darker. Just darker?
2: Okay. Yeah, it's got to be darker. I I just don't believe if you are a merciless killer that, again, yeah, you don't want to see them live in the morose. But they carry a piece of that morose with them even in the most jovial of situations.
1: Hmm. Well, see, that's what I liked about this is that um, it was a little realistic in the way that when she started drinking too much, that started coming out. And she started making snide comments to everyone at the party, even though, like – when she first got there she was excited about it. Um mm-hmm. and it was like she made that comment that Colossus, was like, Oh, it must be great to you're getting together with Kitty Pride. Must be nice to have someone who doesn't have a fucked up face, you know, or a face tattoo, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So it was like I, I kinda up, like that. See,
2: fucked up face? I probably would have been more into this. From no,
0: I point. I mean, but I, I I know what I know what JD's J.D. is saying, uh, I like that that psychological aspect of it. Um, But I also get what Rob's saying. I think that it's... I guess if you're saying, like, since she's killing everybody, this should be a little bit more of a serious book if she is a soldier for hire, assassin, and stuff like that. And And
2: I think it's been done before. I think they've been able to do the humor before, but keep it grounded in the fact that this is somebody who... Doesn't does in fact kill for a living. I mean, they've been sanitizing Domino for a while now to prep everybody for the movie. So it mm-hmm. is well, what it is.
0: But this seems this seems to be still keeping the pinky toe into the dark stuff. Because she she says she was never a, a mutant activist and she but she doesn't mind taking this pitiful guy under her wing and uh you know, she she's appreciative of having Friends, this reminds me almost of uh, the early issues of Deadpool before he really went off the reservation. Like the Joe Kelly stuff. You know what Deadpool was like? Mm-hmm. He yeah, had I'm- like a
1: a bunch of different personalities talking to each other. and
0: No, no, no. Yeah. This was even before that. This oh. was like when he was just like basically – he was a mercenary and he had other people who were mercenaries. There were friends and – uh, It's
2: when Outlaw was introduced.
0: Yeah, Outlaw was the first that was in there too. Yeah, yeah,
2: and that was a great series and it was dark and it played in fun tonality. But it, I don't know. I just I, I didn't believe that this was – Domino's life, the woman who shacked up with cable, you know, one of the most well known mutant terrorists. This just doesn't seem like that Domino. Just getting drunk in a little caddy at a party, I I just expect more vinegar.
0: I think she was introspective. I agree. I agree. But I think we were giving a nice, given a nice introspective aspect to her in this. And she's, she's at a point in her life where she's rethinking things. So
1: That's the way yeah, I
0: the so plot to working girl. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read part 2.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm definitely in. Are you are you not even going to bother Rob? You're out. Peace.
2: No, I ah. mean throw it in there. We need to do more twos, you know? <laughs> okay. I'll give the doctor says. Hey. Yes. <laughs>
1: especially,
2: your, especially your advanced age.
1: <laughs> All right. How about Exiles, also from Marvel Comics? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We've written by um, Saladin Ahmed, art by Javier Rodriguez, inks by Elvado Lopez, and colorist is Jordi Belair. I was really excited about this. I've only ever really dipped into the Exiles here and there previously. and I thought it was a neat idea. And it's an idea that I always want to support because I feel like it's neat and kind of fun and bonkers especially when I saw the character lineup for this series where we had Valkyrie from the Thor Ragnarok film and Blink yeah. and an animated Wolverine, almost like mister Mixel pittle yeah. kind of version of Wolverine. So uh, I was old excited Kamala about Khan. it.
0: What's that old Kamala, Kamala K- Khan.
1: K- Oh, yeah, it, it, you know, old badass Kamala Khan. Uh, so I was really excited about it. I think that this first issue was very text-heavy. Uh, there was a lot of dumping of... Um, info dump. Info dump. A lot of exposition dump. Thank you. Um, I- I'm going to try number two because I do want to see when all of the team is put together because I think we only have like two or three of the characters together so far. And um, I'm curious to see if it gets wings. But I-, I was a little disappointed by this first issue. What did you th- guys think, Rob?
2: uh you are being very kind oh (laughs) Oh, thank you you with your statement of mere disappointment um this is almost shitting the bed levels to what claremont did do it when he took the title over that's i collected for 75 80 issues whatever it was then they give to claremont i think i was out in like six or seven this was Um, yeah
0: judd winnick actually this was like judd winnick's like baby when he first oh, uh,
2: and he did a great job with it he really yeah. did it was a great book um, uh, this yeah I mean text heavy I mean they do the fucking exposition twice that's just lazy storytelling
0: twice in two double panels of Jesus. just two double page spreads of just uh-huh. gigantic blocks of text all over the place no one no one talks like that. No one oh. does. It's just wow. I mean, right. It's He's the a opposite. Mythical. A mythical. Okay, maybe be a teacher in in school who is just basically lecturing a class teaches like that, but no one in real life te- talks like that. This is the opposite of like what uh, Matt Rosenberg does, where it's just like there's a, a a conversation that you could actually see playing out, like we did, like we saw with uh, with New Mutants last last week. This is the exact opposite of what a first issue should be, I think. This this issue. It's just it really it the only thing we learn about Blink is that she's Jamaican or no, she's what where is it? What she where is she from?
2: I think it was Costa Rica.
0: Yeah, okay, Costa Rican. And it, the, even that's not interesting. She's having tea with her her aunt. Who's from an alternate reality? So it's like, like this. I, I, my my question is: Is there a blink in this reality?
2: I don't think there was. Yeah, because Blink was from the Age of Apocalypse reality, so I think that is still the same Blink.
0: Yeah. So where where's the blink in this reality?
2: I, I, working at fucking Chick fil A.
0: I don't know okay
1: yeah we don't uh, have one
0: yeah okay which i think that's a little weird but um anyway yeah i just I, I i this is this is and of of course just like the main aspects of this i don't like it because it's like alternate versions of people and everything but still i even liked i got the uh, the original exiles i think i got the original like probably 20 or 30 issues of that mm-hmm. and i i I dug that because it had its own kind of booty uh despite being an alternate sort of reality and everything uh there was a continuity within it and i think i liked some of the team like the people on the team and i thought that was cool too but uh yeah i i, I can't keep behind this book
1: um you know there's this thing that happened back during original sin which i hated um where nick fury is now a watcher of sorts uh, on yeah on...
0: that what's that yeah, that too. That, that's another aspect. Like, that, that needed,
1: doesn't but. bother me as much. It's really, you know, it's it reminds me very much of what happened with Hal Jordan and the Spectre. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, he just doesn't talk like. He talks like someone who's not Nick Fury.
0: Talks like a watcher. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, yeah.
1: I have had names, but now I am no one. Now I am only an eye. Call me the unseen, he who watches, he who is doomed to, you know. Uh, which? Why make it Nick Fury then? If there's not going to be anything like Nick Fury, why bother making it Nick Fury?
2: I
0: couldn't see.
2: So they could do that one. They could do that one little vignette scene um, where the other Nick Fury shows up, so you can solidify it's Nick Fury. I don't fucking yeah. yeah.
0: Why?
1: I like his outfit. He looks cool. He looks kind of like a Black Lantern a little bit. Um,
0: I, I I couldn't see yeah. either Samuel L. Jackson or David Havoff saying those words. <laughs> either one of those guys
1: Samuel L Hasselhoff yes so we I mean,
0: say it yeah I that's I I uh I had totally kind of blocked out the fact that Nick Fury is now now our universe's watcher yeah. um but uh yeah it's uh, yeah there's a lot of stuff in this book that I just really was not a fan of and the uh, the no. art the art was very uh ink heavy as well which i felt kind of ruined the 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 underlying artwork i think oh you thought so hmm. yeah i just thought it was too thick
1: hmm, i don't see it but okay
0: and, i mean even like the draw the i don't like this version of of blink she's mm-hmm. got kind of like a bun or what, what, what like a it's got kind of like a she's they're a trying girl. to give what's that
1: She's a black girl. She's got black hair. No, she
0: hair. isn't. She's Costa Rican.
1: Well, I mean I mean like as far as like the hairstyle. She has a very much that sort she of She always had
0: straight hair. She had she always had like floppy hair and now now all of a sudden she's it's like done up in a like a pompadour almost.
2: She got a perm.
0: I don't know. It's like they're trying to do an iconic hairstyle for her. No, her I, I
2: understand girl. what you're saying. I'm okay with updating her hairstyle from like the nineties. Least low, Bob. But um, <laughs> don't make the hair. If the hair is straight hair, it ain't gonna
0: do that naturally, right? Yeah, Yeah. it'll take her a long time to get ready, <laughs> get into costume. I don't know. I just it, it just doesn't. It, it like, who is Blink? I mean, do, did we get an aspect of her personality in this issue?
2: Not like we did in Age of Apocalypse, no.
0: No, yeah, she was like an instantly likable character. I mean, that's the reason why, like, she was the, she was the, like, the one the of the touchstones.
1: character, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, she was the one that, like, everybody identified with and everybody liked. And it just, I didn't get any of that feeling here in this issue.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, so, <clears throat> Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number, oh, I forgot to write down what number this is. Forty two. Forty two. written by uh who wrote it i didn't take any notes robert, on this one by accident robert, I'm
0: sorry robert van Ditty.
1: oh and then artist art by ethan van skyver oh
0: that's who this was
1: yep oh uh i did not read it what did you guys think oh you didn't read it no i don't read things by ethan van skyver
0: yeah. why I, are you talking about because of his political beliefs
1: um just his actions not his beliefs his actions different things
0: well you missed out on a fun issue i think
1: awesome tell me about it what happened you were you were very excited because it's the return of the
0: dark stars (laughs) from uh from the this was from like the 90s do you remember the dark stars at all No. yes they were like, I, the the thing that stood out of the Dark Stars for me was Travis Charest. He was the artist of oh, the Dark Stars.
1: Oh, that was back when he was like this weird kind of Jim Lee ripoff type of artist, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he had he definitely had a Jim Lee vibe a lot of like
1: him. overdone cross hatching. I remember like going back and seeing his older stuff and being like, ooh, <laughs> "Ooh." And
0: and well, and then looking at his, I mean, I liked the the designs that that he kind of did because he did some aliens for that series and everything. But he, uh, um, yeah, I, I I like the design for this Dark Star costume though. I just think that's a lot of fun. So. Um, and i i got the dark star series back in the day uh, i thought that was a lot of fun too so um so this kind of struck a n- nostalgic kind of chord with me i think but uh he uh uh this is not the same dark stars i mean it's it's still done by the controllers um but they have kind of constructed the perfect uh ai sort of thing and it it turns against the controllers and goes out and starts recruiting itself recruiting their own uh dark stars so it goes against the controllers even hmm. so
1: now what are that's... dark stars having having not grown up uh with those guys are are they pre-watchers or what what are, I mean I'm sorry not watchers guardians
0: no the dark stars are more like they're more like green lanterns but they're just like another core of the green lanterns like like there's mm-hmm. a police a police force and then there's like I don't know what else is there like
1: FBI. I guess
0: I guess if there was like two well, they were
2: they were brought in to replace the Green Lanterns when um, everything fell to shit in the 90s. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. When ah, Hal mm-hmm. when Hal destroyed the core, they right. came in to like kind of be that sort of law enforcement the controller. Leader. Well, and back then, and,
2: and you know, bug, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the controller, the Guardians were still good. The Guardians yeah. had yet to become uh, twisted and, and become almost bad guys, which I guess I was John's that did a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so the Controllers kind of came in as this next smarter force to fill the void that the Guardians, uh, you know, the Guardians fucked up basically. So Well, didn't Hal kill them all? Except for most yeah, people. but you know they put a lot of faith they put a lot of faith in howl so you know everything yeah. everything bubbles up if your people fuck yeah. up you fucked up yeah yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. and then so so then the controllers sort of they've they're another sort of it's you know the universe is very big and so it's like for to have one law enforcement kind of organization for the entire universe is kind of kind of ludicrous so yeah uh, I guess this is for another portion of the universe, I guess you could look at it that way. Um, but the controllers are a little bit more bent they're a little bit more uh, about like control um the dark stars were more the really things that yeah the the things that i really liked about the dark stars was that what they highlighted back in the day was that they were they were kind of like the lawmen of the old west that kind of went out and just like kind of tried to uh tried to get order in the old west um and so, to me, that, that was just kind of interesting for the way they, could, the way they uh, sort of characterized it. Um, here, it's basically this, one of these uh, descendants of Tomar Ray, uh, is uh, he went around and he started killing people with the ring. And so they took the ring from him and they put him in jail. And so he's having this conversation with Hal basically saying that like basically justifying his actions that that you know my way is better it's the old argument of you know kill the villains it's the punisher versus daredevil basically, where his his version of taking care of things is like killing the villains and then they never come back to haunt haunt you Mm -hmm. because tomar ray was killed by goldface which was a character that hal jordan had put away but he escaped and then he went out and he killed he killed his dad Uh, so his lesson he took from that was that you just kill the villains and so um, having just kind of solidified this philosophy um, in his prison cell the dark star becomes sentient goes against the controllers and flies out to find a host and he picks this Tomar Ray as his first first host
1: his name is Tomar Ray as well
0: no, his name is like Tomar Two. Tomar is that really
1: his name? Tomar Two. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. And so that's the uh, that's uh, how this story goes. And yeah. at the end, he's he's like part of this new Dark Star of Interesting. Course. Um And going and he's broken out of the uh, prison there on Oa. I don't know. Rob, did you read this? I did. What did you think of it?
2: Is that my reward sound? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, I, I th- everything you said, I thought it was very well done. Um, it was a well constructed comic book, too. We've been talking about all these, have been verbose, have been plotting and confusing. This was not that. It got right into it. It was light on, it gave enough exposition to get you caught up if you haven't read in a while. Yeah. It, it was a good, it's actually a very good something on point, despite being issue number 42. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: I haven't read I haven't read Green Lantern in God. It's been like maybe a couple, of, like maybe twenty issues or so. And uh, yeah, I was I was able to catch on immediately of what was going on. Uh, how was how? I don't know if I liked this one. This is a weird conversation that that guy and guy guy and Kyle had.
2: <laughs> Are you talking about the thumb up the ass? Yeah.
0: What
2: was that, that all is, about? That is a sneaky wrestling move. I had a bunch of friends. For some reason, I ended up, a bunch of my friends became wrestlers. Um, <laughs> I, 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 so, you know, that was one of the things that they would do. If they thought they were going down, they were going down hard. They would try a thumb up the butt sometimes. It's an illegal There's, move.
0: Really? Uh, it's illegal? Why is that? Yes, go figure. <laughs> I do know.
1: Weird! That's... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean if it's... the other wrestler asks you and you say okay, then I guess it's allowed, but otherwise you should not be jamming. I, I don't think you can put a thumb in any orifice. Oh, Jesus
0: while Christ. wrestling. I don't yeah, know. I don't so thumbs I guess, up yeah, maneuver. That's uh,
1: a that's a deep cut.
0: Kyle says, like last mm-hmm. time last time you looked at me like that, I ended up wrestling you in the training gym. I still have nightmares about your thumbs up maneuver. And I yeah. <laughs> I'm like God. How close are they, have these guys become yeah. in the last in the last twenty issues? That well, I've you're first.
1: out there in space. You get bored. Guess, you get lonely. Yeah. Just wrestle Next thing you know, for a you're bit. each other. You're thumb wrestling.
0: Doing a little wrestling. Um, <laughs> it's these guys are still the main Green Lanterns to me. Uh, like uh, the, the four featured in this issue, and it's just I don't know. I understand that they want to. They want to uh, like branch out and give these two new Green Lanterns uh, a shot, but really, it's like I I, I kind of miss like Hal getting his book and the, the Green Lantern Corps was like John and John and Guy, Guy. yeah, yeah, and then like oh, Kyle do Kyle sort of had his own book as well, but it's just yeah, it's just uh, it feels very crowded in this book with with Hal Guy. John and Kyle, um, all sort of vying for their own uh, kind of piece, like part in this story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They didn't really vie, in my
2: opinion. It was only one panel where we actually saw all of them.
0: Yeah, but it's it, but in this one, it's like there's it, Green Lanterns. Like, I mean, Hal is the guy that's that's mainly having the conversation and everything. Uh, right, and I thought. One of the scenes that I liked really well was when they kept on there. It's this is not. I mean, this is a long conversation that uh, this Tomar Two and Hal have Mm -hmm. together. Really well done though. It's really well done. It's interestingly paneled, but also it flips back and forth between the production of these dark stars, and it's very foreboding. Um, I like there. There's a scene where Tomar Two. Is talking, and then in between them is the is the uh, basically the armor coming off the assembly line, I guess, and uh, and then there's a picture of Hal. But Tomar Two's eyes are very like squinty, and it looks really really pretty cool. Uh, I think I thought that was a, a really yeah. Good he was an evil looking bird. Yeah, he is. He's an evil looking bird guy.
1: Nice,
0: but uh, yeah, I, I I thought this was a really good issue, and you know, uh, despite. Uh, Ethan and Skiver, Skiver, Skiver's uh, beliefs and everything, I understand that they're pretty extreme, but uh, I still think he can draw some really awesome aliens and some really awesome
2: stuff. Bug, did you just say Tomar 2 Tomar is an angry
0: bird? <laughs> I said his eyes looked angry. <laughs> he had angry eyes. Okay. <laughs> he may be an angry bird. I did want to comment about earlier on in the book. Hold on, I'm trying to get to it. They're, uh, uh, Salak, and there's this other bird like, uh, this other bird like, um, Green Lantern. God, I'm trying to get to it as fast as I can. Okay, yeah. His name is Eagle, and he's got the face of like, uh, uh, I don't know, an egret or something. He's got like a long beak. You know? Mm hmm. And, like, they're sitting there, and they're talking about how, uh, uh how, like, uh, Egil goes, Sector 2811 reports no activity. The increased patrols appear to be effective. And then John says, let's not count our chickens until they're hatched, Agle. Ah. Which is a pun, but also, are, is he suggesting, like, be, the, what... What that means is like if you count your eggs before they're hatched, that doesn't mean all the eggs are good so that some of the eggs are dead. So is that – would that right. be a sore – that, that sounds be,
1: horrible. Uh,
0: that sounds like a <laughs> horrible terrible. phrase to say to someone who yeah. actually lays eggs.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? It's true. It's like uh, – yeah, hope uh, hope your babies don't die. Yeah. <laughs> don't that's count on yeah, babies because like some of them
2: might be dead.
1: Don't it's like say walking that. up
2: to a woman. It's like walking up to a woman who's seven months pregnant with triplets and going, "Hope you get one." Yeah,
0: yeah hope it. Yeah, yeah, hope. Yeah, hope the pregnancy. You know, hope, hope there's no stillbirth. <laughs> no, no. It's just. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. That that just hit me weird. That no, was you're, absolutely, is, you're
1: absolutely. It is right.
0: absolutely. It's, it's, a <laughs> it's, a <micro-aggression. laughs> it's a microaggression. It's a
2: microaggression. It's a microaggression against uh, speciesism. Speciesism.
0: speciesism. Yeah. Yes, yes. Speciesism. you just got to yeah. be a little bit more sensitive out you outer space. You really you never, do. Know, you never know who you're going to offend. Uh, don't I know still like really it. Produce. I like it that Mogo is the new Oa. I just lo- I for some reason yeah. I just always like that sense. idea. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's pretty cool. Um mm-hmm. that's just really cool to me. Um nice. So I this actually might get me back into the Green Lantern stuff. Ooh. I might read this uh, just this I want to read this um, story just to, because I, I like the Dark Stars and I want to see where they're going with this. Um, I think that it's interesting because there are like different police forces in the in the uh, um, in the universe, like with the Dark Stars now and Green Lantern Corps, and like even the Hawkmen were like the Thana- Thangarians were all were like a sort of a police force uh, there, and it would be interesting, especially given the. The volatile way the world is today where it's like one state's police force is sort of against what the government is saying that I think there are some really good stories that could be told uh, with like through this as sort of like a metaphorical sort of way of of kind of working through like all this. But um, I don't know if they're ever going to go there, but uh, I think it would it's interesting having like two two police forces who think they're right. Mm hmm in conflict with one another you know yeah it can be cool <clears throat> if you want to watch
2: if you, wanna watch, I, I, you don't have Hulu but that's actually there. there's um, the, the, the towering shadow or something like that it's um, the conflict between May, the CIA and the FBI right before the, uh, is uh, it the man happened. in the
0: high castle
2: no oh that's about it. Hitler winning World War Two.
0: Oh, I, um, I've never seen that. All I know is the word. The, like, other. the title of the book.
2: No, the, the, this one is the CIA and the um, FBI and all the turmoil that went between them and who, which agency had the bigger dick. And basically them tripping over each other's dicks is partly what led to 9-11 happening. Holy shit. Oh, wow. it's like, oh yeah, that'd be, it's a good, that'd be it's, it's really a, interesting. It's
0: a good show. Yeah, it's yeah. got um, Jeff Daniels in it. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Cool. I would definitely check that out.
1: All right. Last but not least, Immortal Men from DC, written by James Tinney IV. Artists are Jim Lee and Ryan Benjamin. Inks by Scott Williams and Richard Friend. Uh, the End of Forever, Part 1. There is a secret history to the DC universe of heroes who have protected humanity from the shadow since the dawn of time and who can live forever. Enter the Immortal Men. The team headed by the Immortal Man was, has waged a secret war against the House of Conquest for countless years, but Conquest has dealt a devastating blow. When their base of operations, known as the Campus, is savagely attacked, the Immortal Men must seek out their last hope, an emerging metahuman known as Caden Park. Caden's emerging powers may be able to ensure the Mortals Men's survival, but will Conquest get to him first? Why is Jim Lee drawing this book? Well, I'm sorry, why is Jim Lee drawing most of this book? It seems like if you're going to put Jim Lee on a book, it's supposed to be like a flagship title type thing. And this does not seem like a flagship title. It seems like it'll last about six issues. Uh, I was bored to tears, mildly confused. I I wish I had some nicer things to say about this. Uh, I I would go to the art, but um, there was a whole bunch of fill-in pages by a different artist, by Ryan Benjamin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what did you guys think? I, I'm sorry if I'm being harsh.
0: No, no. It. I. I think it's. I think it's well earned. I mean, I. I. I like the idea. I just wish they would have gotten to the idea a little bit more. I. I don't think we need to. We need to go into this kids therapy session and then this. You know, there's there's so much filler in this yeah. fir- first issue of, like, who cares about these. I, I, who cares about these two kids who are his friends when we don't even get to see that they don't even say anything, you know, it's like he talks about his friends and he talks about this dream and everything. And it feels like, like he's at this school and he, he turns around and he keeps seeing who I'm assuming is Vandal Savage, um, uh, in like the background. And he's not like, uh, he's not these he's catching him out of the corner of his eye everywhere he goes um and then he goes and he has this long ass boring conversation with his therapist and then we get a long boring conversation with his parents and then we get another boring conversation with his parents and then we get a weird thing where a guy it's this takes me back to like they said they wanted to go back to the image comic book like days dude and yes this Feels exactly like an old school image comic where you're just like, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. It's just pretty pictures.
1: One hundred percent. That I thought the exact same thing as I was reading this. It, not even one of the interesting image books. It was one of the one of the failed image books.
0: I was gonna say Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> like this reminded me of like the first issue of Brigade, where it's like, even I mean, say what you will about Youngblood, at least it had. I don't know. It had something going for it. I don't even want to I don't want to say a good story, but at least it had like there was something kind of fresh about Youngblood when it first came out. And it it doesn't have even that, you know, like there's a guy named Ghost Fist in this. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that's
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> Rob, what would you think? Ghost Fist. I tried, <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: tried, I tried five times to read this fucking thing, and I just couldn't get the giddy-up sticks. Ghost was, Fist versus was, Dead Hand, who would win? Ghost Fisting, of course. <laughs> At least something's happening, then.
0: Is that when you fall asleep on two hands and... <laughs>
2: And then one accidentally flies up your asshole? Yes, yes. Dead hand ghost fist. Dead hand ghost fist. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this was bad. This was fucking bad. It's it's the egoism of metal continually spiraling out.
1: Egoism? And then all of
2: us... What? Did you say the egoism? Yes. There is an egoism to say... This metal thing fucking did not do well, uh-huh. but we've got to save face by – I'm giving it somewhat of its end promise.
1: Hmm. Egotism.
2: I think so. I think it's egoism of publishing.
0: Egotism. Yeah, whatever.
1: It's an, no, no, no <laughs> he's right. Ego. I actually uh, – I've never heard him – I've never heard egoism before, but it's just another term for egotism.
0: Okay, but no, I get it because it's like uh the man who laughs or whatever the the batman, the batman who laughs, who laughs yeah. he shows up for absolutely no reason, yep, and he gets an entire splash page yeah, uh, <sighs> yeah i i I don't know, yeah i I, what this needs is like a flow i feel like i need a flow chart or a floating head page where i know these people and like how they're connected and what they're what they're doing um but even the design of the people are not that interesting like look at the the werewolf creature mm-hmm. is just like a it's just a fuzzball basically with mm-hmm. the with a hoodie on it, i it, i did look, like
1: the guy with the hat he looks kind of like the spirit
0: oh the the guy with the glowy the glowy yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's that's Ghost Fist.
1: I like Ghost Fist look. I don't like his name. His name is fucking <laughs> stupid. But um, I, I like the look. And there's of... another guy named Reload. Oh God damn it! Oh wow! I Ugh.
0: mean, check out that <laughs> next to like what Blood Vessel. Blood Vessel is an <laughs> awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would to, okay here's how you here's how you you put this up you, you you sit there and you think about okay so can we do a solo of like domino yes you could do a solo of domino because domino is a cool name and you could do that you could do a solo of blood vessel could you imagine you could totally imagine uh blood vessel written in like weird kind of like i don't know gory kind of letters at the top and it's just blood vessel kicking ass like shooting and stuff like that, you could just sort of just the name itself feels like a fun name for a comic book. But reload? Does that sound like a, a title that you could spin off and make into like a a character?
1: It sounds about as much of a character as damage.
0: Damage, Timber. Like what? what this lady's name is Timber. Uh, what the, who's the? What's the monster's name? Fuck. Stray. I guess Stray is kind of an interesting name, but uh, Ghost Fist is definitely not an interesting name. It's but it's growing on me though, Ghost Fist. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say Ghost Fist Killer every time I say that. You know, from uh, I want to add an Wu Tang at the end. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I feel like I feel like there's there's a there's a hint of an idea here that I think is kind of interesting that reminds me a little bit of a Highlander. Uh, but it's very much convoluted by the art. It's almost like the art is undercutting the story at every turn. Feels like. Don't reward
2: them. This was bad.
0: I think that if under another artist, who and in a different like story to, direction, who would like to turn in uh, uh, an entire issue, who has the, who you know, who's able to turn in an entire issue, number one issue especially if you're going to get top billing on the issue. Um, I think that that, I think I, I would have liked this. This just reminds me of the early issue of uh, justice league where we didn't even know what the fuck was going on. It's just a bunch of shit happening. And it goes back to Jim Lee. Mm
2: Um, I, uh, well, yes, I, I'd say it goes back to him in the sense of, I am sure he has a say in the story. Hmm. I am sure he has a say in how the writer plots the scenes. Yeah. And he does not have an attention for detail, as we've seen over 30 fucking years of comic booking. Yeah. He needs to be told what to do to make it to have impact. Well, uh,
0: Lee, no, I think Lee, he knows how to make a, a pretty awesome splash page. Look at that guy, the hunter guy, who's like, He's got a bloody, bloody machete and everything. That's a decently drawn page, you know. Yeah. Covered, covered with a bunch of caption boxes, but it just right. feels.
2: What I'm saying he's he's probably heavy handing the plotting.
0: I I don't think he's heavy handing the plotting. I think they're doing this Marvel style where it's like uh, James Tinian has the sad task of trying to fill in these pages with something to make this kind of. Like, like fit together into a story. Well, uh, so the, let's not reward them for being a cluster that
2: level of clusterfuck of confusion. This if, was,
0: if anything, I feel, I feel bad. I feel bad that James Tidion, who is a really good writer who I like, yeah. in who's doing uh, detective right now, and he's doing a really good job with that. I, it's. It, I feel bad that he has to kind of keep yeah, up. This
1: with This is a mess. This, yeah. Well, and, and,
2: and he's. He could look to his showrunner Scott Snyder to say, "Get this shit under control, dude."
0: Well, you don't see you don't see Scott Snyder teaming up with Jim Lee to, to do anything like this. It, no, I don't think that would work. Uh, you know, Scott Snyder likes to tell his stories the way he tells his stories. It seems, and it's this feels like Jim Lee is running the show. And look at these, look at the. Um, <laughs> So is this lady, Timber, does she grow really big? Look at this splash page. We're the immortal men. Now get up and fight. And it's like, uh, is she like the new Apache chief? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See how big she is? compared. Yeah. To, look, she's right beside Reload. and Ghost Fist is behind her. But she is like huge.
2: Right, that's probably her
0: power. I don't know, man. Couldn't tell you. I can't bet you she's the new Apache chief. Um, which I like the Apache chief. Yeah, I don't like, don't like this book. Good, he was a good super friend. Yeah.
1: Well, you guys yeah. can email us at cultpopgo at gmail dot com. Let us know if you loved the Immortal Men. If you were super about it, about it. Um, yeah, the that's it. That's the show.
0: We should have ended with dead hand or domino because the first the last ones were rough yeah sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) exiles and immortal men were were bad bad news but uh uh yeah yeah
1: all right thank you so much for joining us you can tweet at us at at jds hero complex or mark
0: oh at mark underscore l underscore miller or you can find me at uh, mlmillerwrites.com.
1: Okay. Oh, one
0: other thing. Uh, at the end of the month, there is going to be a Monster Fest at Davis Theater in Chicago on uh, April 29th. And I am going to have a booth there. And I'm going to be selling my wares there. So nice. I'm also going to be at a bar tonight. But this will be... This will be uh, airing tomorrow, but I'm yeah. going to be selling my bars, my stuff at a bar called Exit here in Chicago, which is a fun little punk bar. Nice. That, we're doing that there tonight.
1: Well, have fun so, with that, you son of a bitch. That sounds doing cool. a lot of. I'm doing a lot
0: of self like promotion, like promotion and, and going and doing appearances and things like that. So that's hustle, a, fucker, that's hustle. A, that's, what that's what I'm doing. Hustling. All
2: right, Move Rob Pauly.
0: Every damn if you like. If you,
2: all right, enough about you. If Sorry. you like us, share us. Oh yeah! Remember to write. Remember to write reviews on iTunes, Stitcher. Rate us on those uh, networks as well, or whatever the fuck you listen to on Android. That would be That's awesome. What really helps get us heard by more. Yeah, thank Grindr.
0: you. Please. Uh, um, swipe right on us on Grinder.
2: Yeah. Jesus Christ! Can you?
1: Okay, bye guys. You... Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horror Cast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyonk, PA. Yeah. <laughs>